Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's my pleasure to announce the 24 winner of the Hurt Trophy, the Leon Dreisaitl. Leon Dreisaitl hammers it home. Nugent Hopkins and Yamamoto with the helpers. Dylan Holloway, University of Wisconsin. We have a star in the making right now for the Edmonton Oilers. Now we've got a wild scrum with fights breaking out all over the place. Jason's. Looking like he's picking the right time to get hot here. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. We're a really good team. Um, you know, we know that. And just trying to go out there and show that every game. I'm James Neal. Down on this. Jajar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers. This is the battle of Alberta we've been waiting for for three decades. As Archibald Richards scores. Mike Smith, Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Un- Unbelievable. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. What a stop made by Miko Koskinen. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad. Joining you, working today out of the home office, Brendan, back of the 630 Chet Studios, and he is playing DJ today. 
Why, oh, why did we open up with a theme uh, from St. Elmo's Fire back in the day, Mr. Escott? Well, on this day in 1956, uh, John Parr was born. This song in 1980, or pardon me, 1954 he was born. 1985 is the year that this went number one on the Billboard chart. And a little-known fact, uh, many of you would remember the movie St. Elmo's Fire. Uh, it was critically panned, as I recall. Uh, had a lot of the Brat Pack in it, including the likes of Emilio Estevez and Rob Lowe and uh, Andrew uh, McCarthy, uh, Estevez and McCarthy, were were they both in the breakfast? Now I'm getting the breakfast club and pretty and pink all mixed up. Demi Moore, Judd Nelson. Judd Nelson was definitely in the breakfast club. Ali Sheedy, uh, Mayor Whittingham, Andy McDowell. They were all in St. Elmo's Fire. It got ripped back in the day. Um, I'd say mediocre sort of tepid response to it today. Nowhere near as good as The Breakfast Club and certainly not as good as uh, The Big Chill. The song itself, St. Elmo's Fire, the lyrics for John Parr were actually directed towards the Rick Hansen Man in Motion uh, tour that was going on as Rick was trying to... uh, go out there and create funds for uh, people that have gone through some obviously significantly uh, significant challenges. Can I jump in on that, Bob? Because I I can remember being in kindergarten in Kamloops, BC, and we actually learned sign language in accordance with Man in Motion, uh, and that was because of Hanson's tour at that time. Yeah, yeah, awesome stuff, eh, Brendan? You know what I mean? Like, just what a great Canadian, uh, you know, with with Rick Hanson. So there it is. John Parr, uh, his birthday today, uh, the, uh, the lead song from the uh, St. Elmo's Fire uh, movie from back in the day. Uh, we actually played, uh, we played uh, when, when Joey Ma- Moss passed away a couple weeks ago, we played uh, Vicky Moss's song, If I Could Turn You Away, uh, from that as well. Of course, David Foster, uh, prominent Canadian producer, uh, put the music together. Let's put it this way. The soundtrack, I think, is better than the movie. We can agree on that. I hope you're having a... What day is it today? It's Wednesday. I hope you're having a, a wonderful Wednesday. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Lots to get to on today's edition of Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the digitex.ca commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. I just want to put a special shout-out. I had a chance to over the last 24 hours, uh, A.J. Jakubik uh, out of Ottawa, in town, uh, Paul Almeida, who's uh, done some media work and a bunch of travel stuff uh, in town, and then uh, Marty Forbes and Bryn Griffiths, who, uh, for those of you that are not my biggest fans, it's their fault. Uh, they gave me my chance back in the days of another station at another time. Uh, with a show called uh, Total Hockey, which morphed itself into Total Sports, and uh Anytime that I have a chance to talk to those guys, there's great humility, lots of laughs. So it's been a, a good couple chuckles uh, over the course of the last uh, 24 hours with a bunch of conversations that have gone on. Coming up on today's show, we got a lot to get to. Uh, Hart Levine from Puckpedia. There has been some significant developments. In fact, there is going to be a conference call for the NHLPA. They're expecting somewhere between 80 to 100 players on the call. And one of them has to do with an additional... 13% of the uh, 2021 contracts being deferred. And we're going to hit on that a little bit more coming up here. And then regular Wednesday contributors to the show uh, from the Cult of Hockey, David Staples, who on top of doing the Cult of Hockey uh, site and talking about all the Oilers players over in Europe, you know, Paul Yarvey, who's currently not playing right now in Carpat because they're shut down for 10 days. Benson playing in Switzerland, McLeod in Switzerland, Marodian, 
uh, Austria for Dornburn, uh, Maximov playing for Seska uh, in the KHL, Lavoie in Vasby in Sweden, Haas and Bern, Nygaard and Farstad, uh, who else? Uh, Russell is in Denmark, Kratknell's in Denmark. Broberg, obviously in Sheleftia, we talk a lot about him. Evan Bouchard playing in the second division in Sweden. Samarukov playing for Seska in the KHL. Lagesson in Sweden, Division Two. Lenstrom in Division One with Frölunda. Nima Linen with Asat Pori in Finland. Uh, Berglund, don't want to miss anybody here. Oh, Rodrigue, uh, he's in Graz, I believe in uh, the Austrian League. Anyways, the owner's got like 15 guys over in Europe, so we're going to hit on bit on that with David Staples. David, obviously, obviously, is currently, that's a double, obviously, makes it three times in a show in the first uh, seven minutes. Uh, David handles the COVID topic for Post Media out of Edmonton as well, and we all know lots of people have lots of opinions on that front. NHL insider John Shannon at 135 today to also sort of shed some more light on the ongoing negotiations with the National Hockey League and the players and where that's at. Of course, you can reach us at any time on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. All slot machines, table games, and the poker room open at the River Cree. Uh, they've got a ton of plexiglass currently up. It separates each of the respective uh, slot machines in the building as well as uh, the seats at the table games in the poker room. Uh, They're following all AHS guidelines. Be sure to try one of their nine dining options, including the brand-new Italia as well, where you can enjoy two-for-one entrees at Italia on Wednesdays and Thursdays, the River Creek Resort Casino, Alberta's premier resort destination. You can text us at 780-496-0063 on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors, ready for your kids' pregame warm-up. Um, you can tweet us at Oilers now. Tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet Brendan at Brendan Escott. Just uh, for the purposes of uh, texting the show, do you have a definitive 80s movie that you like the most? Like, Brendan, you were born in the 90s. So is there any movie that you've sort of seen from, like I had Hudson watch uh, The Blues Brothers, which I'm trying to think it was either 79, 80, or 81. That is one for me, one of the, you know, what we would term as a 1980s movie. I would doubt that St. Elmo's Fire would be at the top of the list for a lot of the people out there. Uh, Big Chill was obviously a a pretty popular movie. Um, Michael J. Fox had a couple hits in the mid-1980s. I'm not talking about Teen Wolf. But Texas, the best 80s movie. You got one, Brennan, off the top of your head that you can think of? Yeah, for me, it's The Outsiders, without a doubt. And I'm not super well-versed in a lot of the others, but I love The Outsiders. S.E. Hinton. Wow. Rob Lowe was in that as well. Uh, Who was Pony Boy in that? Was was that Rob Lowe that was Pony Boy? Emilio Estevez was in it, Ralph Macchio was in it, and Rob Lowe. Uh, Yeah, we're... Patrick Swayze. Patrick Patrick Swayze might have been Pony Boy. Uh, you know who else was in that? Tom Cruise was in The Outsiders. So there you go. C. Thomas Howell. That's who we're looking for. Is Pony yeah. Boy Curtis? Really? Okay. There you have it. So Texas best nineteen eighties movie. You're dropping The Outsiders on me. That was uh, Diane Lane was in that as well. Was she not? There you have it. You can text us at any time on the Ashley Five Floors text line. Hey, the situation is what it is. Let's go to our top story for legacy heating and cooling. Home of no payments and no interest for one year. Here we go. 
Look, there's lots going on right now. There's no question about that. And it is further evidence. I know last night, Elliot Friedman put out a quickie blog on some major developments, which pertains to a Larry Brooks report from the New York Post uh, saying that the... uh, NHL is asking for an additional 13% in salary deferment. Uh, this will bring it up to 23% in deferred salary to go along with the 20% escrow for the potential of the upcoming season. Um, again, it's my belief that the players want to play as soon as possible. And the players have to be pragmatic here, too. Uh, if we're not going to have fans, and based upon where we're at right now with COVID, We're seeing a lot of jurisdictions clamp down a second time here. And we all know the political debate that's out there. And allow me to be the first to suggest to you there is more than one way to look at this. Because of the ongoing fluidity of the situation involving the pandemic and the fact that we get more information, what was true maybe a month ago or six weeks, I mean, there was a time in which in this country, We were being told not to wear a mask. Now the majority of the country wears a mask wherever they go. So if that doesn't illustrate how things have evolved, I guess it says it all. And, you you know, you can be far left or far right. I think there's a lot more people in the middle and maybe some of those people in the far left and the far right want to admit to. Uh, it's going to be really intriguing to see where this goes, but it does play a factor in the potential startup of the National Hockey League and how it's going to start up and how the dollars and cents are going to work because it's highly unlikely that we are going to uh, be in a scenario where we're going to have fans in the building at least to start. I think that is an absolute given, and I think most of you fundamentally understand that and can appreciate that. And you're probably, if you're listening to the show right now, you got a passion for sport. Maybe you've been affected in your own workplace. A lot of you have. A lot of you are are either unemployed right now or, um, you know, you're on leave or you've had your salary shaved significantly. And as a result, you have a appreciation for the unique challenges that are out there. I want to go to a Nick Kiprios tweet right now, real at Real Kipper. This from a half hour ago. The NHLPA has an executive board call today at 4 o'clock Eastern. 80 to 100 players are expected to take part, including uh, is the news as per uh, New York Post Brooksy of the NHL wanting to renegotiate economic terms of a four-month agreement. Some hint the possible threat of an NHL canceled season if changes aren't met and that tweet comes to us from nick Kiprio. so basically what nick is saying is the players i mean the players want to play we know that uh they have the greater appetite to play right now they want to get paid and they're going to have to realize that they're going to get cut as a result salary wise because of the reality of the pandemic world in which we're currently at right now. And maybe we're headed to a more positive place here with vaccines. Some people think, you know, hey, it's going to be in the short term. Others say, whoa, 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 whoa. We're looking at another nine months to a year. You can have whatever opinion you want on that front, but the reality is in the short term, uh, we're not going to have fans in the buildings, and that's going to make it very problematic for a lot of NHL owners uh, to be in a situation where they can afford to play all in as is right now under the current agreement. And my guess, I'm going to state this right now, my guess is the players recognize this 
And I have a feeling, and we're going to talk a little about uh, this more with a couple of the guests today, including Hart Levine, as well as John Shannon. It would not surprise me if the players ended up having 23% deferred, because I think they're going to be willing to do it. But that's my own personal interpretation. All right. Again, you're listening to Oilers Now. Keep it coming. We will get to some of your texts momentarily. But at this time, we are going to go into the Oilers Now Audio Vault. I'm going to throw a, a total curveball at you today for the Oilers Now Audio Vault. For Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Last night, I was listening to Reed Wilkins on Inside Sports. And Reed, uh, by the way, has mentioned that his favorite flick is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I had Hudson watch that. That's a pretty good movie. Uh, anyhow, last night, Gizmo Williams was on with Reed and had a pretty entertaining story about an experience that he had in Regina. Let's get to that right now. That's one of my favorite teams to go play. So I'm playing in Saskatchewan. Eight fans are just unreal. And me and Damon Allen, we warming up before the game. And this little old lady behind the bench, she kept saying, Gizmo, Gizmo. And Damon Allen said, Giz, go say hi to the old lady. I go, no, I don't talk to fans. He go, man, don't be like that. Go over there and say hi to the lady. So I run over there, and I said, she, she was she was leaning over there. She pointed at me. She said, you Gizmo Will? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, you run a touchdown on this football field, I'm going to beat the hell out of you with this cane. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I used to tell everybody. Damn, I'd go, what'd she say? She said, have a nice game. I think I said, you know what? Wouldn't that be nice for me to make the TSN highlight of the night? Henry Gizmo Wim runs the touchdown. But wait a minute. Grandmama's beating the out of him with a cane in his zone. There you go. I got a chuckle out a lot last night. So that's uh, Gizmo Williams. A number of years ago, when I worked at the University of Alberta, Gizmo Williams was training uh, a couple athletes down there, and Terry Daniluk, who I've often referred to as arguably the greatest athlete in the history of the University of Alberta uh, athletics program, the guy was recruited like in five different sports, uh, football, baseball, uh, basketball, uh, was obviously on the 84 Canadian Olympic team and headed up their volleyball program for a long time, uh, pole vaulting, track. So anyhow... We're chucking the football in the Butterdome, uh, that uh, expansive, massive uh, place. And Gizmo's watching, and Terry is flicking it like 55 to 60 yards, like no wind-up. He's just flicking it. And he, <laughs> we go running by Gizmo. He goes, damn, that guy's got a good arm. I'm like, yeah, he does. <laughs> and by this point, Terry Danilock would have been in his 40s. But uh, it was it was a pretty funny. He's a funny guy, Gizmo Williams. Apparently, him and Willie Pless have had some uh, good times over the years. All right, into the Oilers now. Audio Vault on hockey stuff. Al May, who willed himself to the uh, uh, top of the heap, uh, played 400 games in the NHL. It's his belief that the players will have to make financial concessions before play resumes. Well, one of the things that we haven't heard since Don Fair became the the leader of the Players Association for the National for the NHLPA is that there hasn't been the controversy that he had in baseball. Hockey players are, are a different animal than a baseball player, and I, I believe that they understand this is a partnership. 
and they've got to make sure that their owners are all right. Even though these guys are billionaires or almost billionaires, you have to worry about their financial health as well. And they took it on the chin last summer. They, they paid everything out, the $100 million or so that it costs to run the two bubble cities, uh, as an extraordinary cost. And, and they pulled it off. That came from the owner's pockets. And I think on this one, you can't expect the owners just to foot everything and, and make sure that they're taking all the losses. The players are going to have to assume, assume some of the responsibility. I don't expect them to be greedy. I think the right thing and, and cooler heads, calmer heads, you know, rational thinking will prevail. And that, that will be the bottom line. So, you know, whenever they decide on the amount of games, and we know it'll be 48 games minimum, I'm hoping it's uh, 82 because that's how I get paid. And uh, on a a selfish note, but at the same time, when you look at this, the the players have to be realistic. And you know what? If they they don't take, you know, a prorated on whatever they decide to take, that's far greater than zero. 0.0 is not a good amount of money to be making. So, you know, I I just think that the right thing to be done is everyone's got to share in this process. And, and it's tough. There may not be fans in the buildings in most of the cities, and, and that's going to be a, a tough one because that you know the majority of teams take 50 to 60 percent of the revenue is in arena tickets, uh, suite sales, the corporate advertising, all of that takes place. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So TV doesn't pay the entire boat, and then the TV contract's got to be satisfied as well to be paid in 100%. There you go. That's Al May out of Washington discussing, as a former player, uh, the position that the players are in. And again, uh, Nick Caprio's reporting that there is a uh, conference call set expected to be 80 to 100 players uh, to engage in that in terms of where uh, the PA is going for a potential return to play, which would obviously start January 21 or maybe as late as February 21. Let's get into NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Edmonton owned and operated your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com back at the 630 Jed Studios. The young gun himself. Here's Brendan Escott. All right. Well, reports this morning indicating that several East Coast Hockey League teams will not be playing this season as a result of the pandemic. Uh, Sportsnet's Jeff Merrick seemed to have this beat this morning, suggesting that we could see the entire uh, North Division cease operations for the year. That's six total teams including Canadian sides, uh, the New Finland Grounders and the Brampton Beast. Uh, the Florida Panthers have hired Brett Peterson as the first black uh, assistant GM in the NHL. He'd been with the Wasserman uh, Hockey Group as a player agent and then vice president. 39-year-old played five years of pro hockey after four seasons at Boston College. Uh, John Shannon should have more on this at 135. Pierre Lebrun reporting that the NHL and Players Association looking at a 60-game regular season for 2020-2021. The hope is that they can reach an agreement 
tournament here in the next week to week and a half. And uh, as the Team Canada selection camp continues, day two down in Red Deer today, the IIHF announced 18 more cancellations as a result of the pandemic. So essentially all that remains on the IIHF calendar are the World Juniors, the World Championship, and the U18 World Championship. Even the Women's Olympic qualifiers for 2022 postponed. All right, we got a minute and a half to bang out some text. We're going to do that right now on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. I asked you, what's the best 80s movie out there? Brian says, 1985, one of my top 10 movies of all time, Year of the Dragon with Mickey Rourke. I remember that one. I went to it with Craig McKay and Darren Hamilton. How's that for a memory? You can text us at 7804960063. Okay, what happened? It recalibrated on the fly here. Uh, Big Rig Al says, Bob, Top Gun all the way. I'm a little partial to Top Gun, too. Is a, there was a sequel. Has that sequel come out yet, Brennan? What's what's going on there? Uh, Lost Boys with Keither Sutherland. Uh, yeah, that was a pretty good movie. So where the song People Are Strange was deployed from the soundtrack? I'm thinking it was. Um, best uh, 80s movie, Predator in 1987. Uh, Schwarzenegger along with uh, Ventura and Carl Weathers. So many one-liners came out of that flick. Uh, we got another vote for Lost Boys. Uh, Mark says The Warriors, but in 1979. Otherwise, uh, my 1980s favorite was Colors. Uh, it was Sean Penn and Robert Duvall from 1980. Was that the one where they... Uh, Robert Duvall's telling the story about the old bull and the young bull at the top of the hill. Maybe Mark can verify that for me. Keep them coming. You can text us at any time on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. We will head off to the king of the 1980s in our building, Randy Kilburn, with a global news weather traffic update, and then back with Hart Levine from Puckpedia to discuss the numbers and how things theoretically could work for the NHLPA and the NHL with an RTP. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.